0: Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast, a totally new experience, one you're sure to love. We've taken our passion of business, finance, relationships, hot topics, and more, and collided them as a sisterhood into what we now call womenhood. Join your host, Melissa Martin, certified NLP life and business coach, hypnotherapy expert, and one bed mamajama businesswoman on this wild ride as we detour through life, showing you how to take the basics and turn them into what we call the bougie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast. I'm Melissa. Let's dive on in. I have tried to record this now three times and my phone is blowing up. I am on location and I am not by my computer, so bear with me if this phone keeps acting insane. (laughs) I want to dive on in today to a subject and a topic that's really near and dear, yoga. If you follow us on the socials, then you will know that Today is Dive Deeper Day and additionally that I've spent time in Bali and I practice yoga and meditation in my daily life because it's gotten me through a lot of really hard times and by no means am I an expert, but I really do believe in its powerfulness and in the awakening that it does for the body. So let's just jump on into this. Yoga is a powerful form of mind body medicine that approaches health in a holistic manner that recognizes that physical elements also have emotional and spiritual components. And at its heart, yoga is a comprehensive system for self-development and transformation. Now, yoga is often used to mean posture and progress is mistakenly measured by the ability to perform complex poses. And yoga is definitely not just a posture or a pose. And a lot of people are doing postures, but they definitely are getting confused and caught up in the posture and the poses. And if you know about the mastery of yoga, then you should know that it's measured by how it influences our day-to-day living and how it enhances our relationships and how it promotes clarity and peace of mind. Now, despite our perhaps yoga's booming popularity... And misconceptions about the ancient practice, which was originated more than 5,000 years ago, the word yoga comes from the Sanskrit word yuj, which means yoke or unite. And the practice is designed to unify many things. At the basic level, yoga helps unite body and mind. And at a deeper level, yoga unites the individual with the universe. Now, when people say yoga, they're commonly referring to the hatha yoga, one branch of this ancient discipline that focuses on physical postures, breathing, practices, and meditation. But there's six other main branches of yoga, all seeking the same goal, enlightenment. But through different routes, for example, karma yoga, the yoga of action focuses on doing good works unselfishly, without attachment, and janya yoga, the yoga of wisdom, centers on using the mind to reach higher states of conscientiousness. Now, Hatha yoga, the yoga of physical discipline, considers the body a precious vessel that must be healthy and strong enough to support its entire nature, which is a state of unchanging awareness, what some might term an undying spirit or soul. Virtually all Western yoga classes and all the practices here in Pennsylvania or wherever you may be at your local yoga classes are Hatha yoga. And half the Yoga was designed to enhance health because the ancient yogis considered disease to be an obstacle on a path to enlightenment. Now, after all, it's difficult to sit still in meditation and unite with the divine if you have a pounding headache or a sore back. So likewise, if illness or sedentary habits have left you too weak and inflexible to sit comfortably, yoga practices and breathing practices can help you become healthy and strong enough to sit quietly and meditate. Yoga helps you de-stress and nourish the vehicle of your body, like taking your car to the garage for a tune-up. You learn how to relax and release tension, strengthening the weak muscles and stretch your tight ones. Yoga helps balance and integrate mind, body, and spirit to enhance flow and stimulate your body's own natural healing process. The process provides an opportunity for all aspects of you being able to come into compassionate and friendly connection to realign, to refresh, and unite. In recent years, an increasing number of scientific studies have been conducted to measure yoga's effectiveness as a treatment for various ailments. A growing body of research suggests that yoga offers a wide range of health benefits, including improving blood pressure, relieving pain, enhancing sleep, and boosting mood. Now, these days, I know that I go to yoga for all of the above, and in fact, I know my doctor has recommended that I continue on yoga and meditation for some of the things that I see my doctor for. And also, in fact, nearly 14 million Americans say that their doctors or therapists have recommended yoga to them as well. So almost half of the current practitioners that take up yoga to improve their overall health is finding that yoga will definitely help them moving forward. In fact, they're trying to make it part of the universal doctorial program, which I know is helpful. Now you may know is helpful, but yoga is also a powerful medicine. And I'm excited that it is now being able to be recognized because it is most potent when taken regularly and over time. Now, igniting yoga sparks throughout your day and will help you find the healthy alignment of your body and the peaceful potential of your mind and the joyous nature of your spirit, breath by breath, moment by moment, and you can move with compassion and diligence in the direction of health. Now, yoga and how it works is based on the holistic approach to health that takes into account much more than just our physical bodies. It also embraces the subtle energies of our lives that can have profound impacts on our well-being. A central tenet in the caption of prana, which is an intangible vital energy or life force that animates all human beings. While there's no one word in English that encompasses this concept, it's known as chai, also known as qi, depending on your pronunciation in the traditional Chinese medicine as tai chi, traditional Indian medicine called Ayurveda. And considered a sister science to yoga maintains that the proper flow of the prana is essential to health and that the disease is related to the blockage or other problem with the movement of the vital energy. Now, yoga practices are designed to enhance the healthy flow of the prana throughout the pathways of the body and mind. And similar to traditional Chinese medicine concepts of the Romanians, these subtle energy channels are called nadis, and these are said to be about 72,000 in each person. Like water through a hose, energy flows through these nadas to sustain life. But like a kink in a hose, it will block the steady flow. And the blockage of nada, for example, from a physical and emotion tension is said to implode the flow of prana, which can lead to pain and disease. And yoga teachings view human beings as comprised of multi-layered, gross and subtle bodies called koshas or sheaths, and consider body and mind different, but interrelated expressions of energy. And these perspectives recognize the vitality and virtuality that everything in our lives, including our thoughts, behaviors, and relationships can impact our health. That's why yoga's toolkit for cultivating a smooth flow of vital energy throughout the entire system includes physical postures, breathing practices, mental focus, and moral disciplines represented has four different yoga sparks. Now, you have your posture, your breathing, your meditation, and also principles. So I want to focus on breathing because breathing is the only physiological function that you can do either conscientiously or unconscientiously, And it's controlled by two different set of nerves and muscles voluntary and involuntary and you don't need to think about breathing and if you were on our facebook live the sunday then you will know that we talked about that now your body will breathe automatically but you can also take control of your breath which provides a unique doorway to the automatic nervous system the control center that revs you up for a fight or flight when you perceive danger and calms you down to rest and digest when the emergency is over Now, as a link between the conscious and the unconscious mind, breathing practices can help change our physiological and emotional state. For example, a deep abdominal breathing can slow down your heart rate, lower your blood pressure, and ease anxiety and relieve stress. Now, regulate the breathing and thereby control the mind has been stated numerous times in life. The connection between the breath and the spirit is apparent in the sacred language, which uses the same word prana to mean breath. And vital energy or life force. Other ancient languages have also one word that means both breath and spirit. The Latin spiritus, the Hebrew ruch, and the Greek pumna in English gives a brief nod to this concept in the word respiration. Breathing sparks can help you cultivate this connection inviting the breath to nourish your spirit and become powerful and to become a powerful tool to enhance your health. Now, meditation sparks, the yoga posture and breathing practices are traditional and considered a warm up for the higher practice of meditation, which is moving the body and breathing that can help prepare you to sit or lie still and focus on the mind, which at the heart of meditation is a practice. Now, despite the common misconception that meditation requires emptying the mind, meditation actually involves filling the mind with the object and focus, such as a candle flame, picture, sound, virtually anything. Typically, the object of a meditation is something positive, appealing, and healing, because whatever happens in the mind and the entire system, it happens there. For example, if you're anxious, your body is likely to be high alert with a racing heart and tense muscles, even if you're safe and in your own bed. Now, meditation helps harness the mind-body connection, transforming mental and physical agitation into peacefulness. A growing body of research suggests that meditation may help relieve varied medical conditions, particularly particularly those by stress, including allergies, anxiety, anxiety asthma, cancer, depression, heart disease, hypertension, pain, sleep problems, substance abuse. Now principles of sparks now are mainly in the West, where where we are, arguably, the least well known of yoga tools are the yogic principle for ethic and moral conduct. They are part of the eightfold design to lead enlightened And these principles are the prospects of the world's great religion. They include five guidelines for moral conduct that are called yamas, and the five guidelines for self restraint or perception called niyamas. Practicing these ethical behaviors can improve our relationships with ourselves and with others. And in fact, scientific evidence suggests that stronger relationships support that loneliness is a risk factor for morbidity, and mortality. And the five yamas governing social responsibilities and relationships are the asmus for non-harming. This refers to refraining from physical violence and also avoiding emotional violence, unkind words, criticism, and judgment. Satya, or truthfulness. We are encouraged to be honest with ourselves and others and to speak our truth in a loving way when appropriate. Asteya are non-stealing, in addition to not taking or coveting someone else's possessions. And the notion of non-stealing includes not taking credit for someone else's ideas. And the brocco or sexual continence, traditionally said to mean chastity or celibacy. Today, this yasma is generally considered to mean keeping sexual behavior moderate or appropriate. And the apragera or the non-hoarding translating as greediness or non-possessiveness, this involves not taking more than we need. And the five niyamas regarding personal discipline are, one, the sakuma, or purity. And this relates to the inner practice of keeping our minds and our hearts pure to the external practice of good hygiene. It also involves keeping our environment neat and clean. And the santasha, or content, Continent, rather the yearning for something else we are encouraged to be grateful for what we have the tapas or ostry the literal translation of tapas is heat and nutritionally the principle included demanding practices designed to test willpower such as fasting today is often viewed as self-discipline or a burning effort to pursue our goals and the severe or study this refers to study of sacred text and to self-study which is a vehicle for self-understanding and ultimately transformation, and the Ishvajara, Pridahana, or surrender to the divine. This practice encourages us to let go of our egos and attachments, the outcome of our actions, and to dedicate our efforts to do something greater than ourselves. In addition to these 10 main precepts, our key values from the yoga tradition, such as Kazma, which is the patience or forbearance, and the Daya, compassion of sympathy, are also important. And it's important to recognize that while yoga is a spiritual ritual, it's not a religion. You don't need to believe in any specific deity or even to believe in God to all to know, to practice yoga. People of all faiths, as well as agnostics and atheists, practice yoga regularly. Now, I'm a believer of faith, and I'm a believer of God, and I'm also spiritual. And I practice this. Everyone can practice this. But it's also fine to embrace the aspects of the practice that appeal to you and ignore the rest. Whew, those were a lot of words. And I have a lot of difficulty enunciating some of them. So some of them I might not have gotten right, but, I, but I'm pretty much nailed the rest. Hence my notes that are around me. And I want to jump into how to practice. So yoga teaches that it's not just what you do, but also how you do it. And that's what matters. Now, in contrast to the Western approach, which encourages striving and pushing ourselves to do more, yoga invites us to find an appropriate balance, to challenge ourselves, but avoid strain. And indeed, in the very name of the practice, Hatha Yoga reflects that focus on balancing being rooted in the sacred words that describe opposing energies. Ha for sun, the for moon. In the words, Hatha Yoga is balance and integration for opposites. And positive and negatives activate and passive left, right. That's why it's important when practicing yoga to be mindful of balancing these contrasting qualities, effort, surrender, courage, caution, doing, undoing. Although yoga practices is about learning to find your own personal balance between these opposites in each pose. It can also be helpful to recognize and balance your own natural tendencies For example, if you generally have an assertive personality, to be particularly mindful to cultivate the quality of surrendering in your practice. And if you're naturally laid back, be sure to energize and activate your practice. Now, when practicing yoga postures, apply the ethical principle yama and niyamamas in your approach to each pose, including nonviolence, honesty, and self-study. Non-competitiveness and self-acceptance are essential parts of practice, so please keep these following points in mind. Start where you are. Don't be concerned with where you think you should be in a pose or where anyone else is. Be where you are and breathe. This means letting go of ambition, striving to achieve a particular pose is inadvisable and may lead to, inner, and may lead to injury. Be patient. Yoga practice isn't about getting somewhere. It's about being where you are right now, fully and completely. Yoga is not a race or a test. It is a moment-by-moment practice of awareness. Take your time. Do your best and enjoy your breath. Focus on being steady and comfortable. The yoga posture should be steady and comfortable. And according to to translation, stable and sweet, firm but happy, or alert and relaxed. If you're gasping and shaking in your posture, you're doing gymnastics and not practicing yoga. But just because a pose is steady and comfortable doesn't mean that it should be easy that you derive and not benefit. In other words, don't be lazy, but don't be pushy either. Many yogis call this practice of optimal yoga the edge. Yoga practice teaches us to approach our edge in each pose while keeping focus and centered with the breath steady throughout. If you can't keep breathing evenly in a posture, it's possibly a sign that you're straining and may need to back off to a simpler version of the pose. Modify with props or take a rest. Have fun. Approach your practice with a welcome play and a break or a recess, and have gratitude for what you can do rather than agonizing over what's wrong or what you can't do. And pay attention to what's right instead of working on posture, play with it. Encourage yourself. Yoga is cultivating an attitude of honesty, openness, curiosity, and compassion. This can teach you a great deal about your strengths and weaknesses and help you find a healthy balance in your life. Now, I hope that this has helped you in some way. I truly love yoga and meditation. And I think if you start with six breaths, six breaths, close your eyes, take six deep breaths. It is known to change your biochemistry. If you take six deep breaths, start there, sit in a quiet space. Think about your day. Think about all the thoughts in your head. Breathe in. Breathe out. Put intent in your inhale. You don't need to worry about your exhale. Your body already knows how to do that. Think about your theme. Breathe three more times. Focusing on your inhale, not on your exhale. Put yourself in a place in your mind or where you want to be keep thinking of that and repeat this send someone love and light from your heart and know that they're receiving this and continue to breathe continue to feel yourself loving yourself giving yourself permission to feel to heal Keeping your eyes closed. Feeling your head fall into your neck. Feel into your shoulders. Feeling what that feels like. Now feeling what it feels like after you've given yourself permission to feel. After you've loved yourself. After you've given yourself that attention, that warm love. Breathe three more times with intent on the inhale. Inhale. Again, not worrying about the exhale because our body already knows how to do that. What is your theme now? Do you feel yourself in a safe space, in a safe position? Do you no longer feel chaotic? These are the things that you can do daily in two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. Breath work could take eight hours, 10 hours, whatever it may be, whatever you may want it to be, whatever it may look like. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be you. So as we go into the holiday season, take a moment, center yourself, close your eyes and take six deep breaths. For Basic to Bougie, I'm Melissa. Have a fabulous day.